0: Welcome to episode four of the Greek Americans podcast. On this episode, I am joined by the band Greek Judas to talk about our mutual love for Rebetica and how they created their unique rock-infused repetico sound. I hope you guys enjoy listening to us and thanks for tuning in.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. I just want to say thank you, guys, again for doing this. So I guess we can start with you, Wade, um, and we can just go. You guys can just introduce yourselves. Then we can start from there.
2: Um. My name is Wade Ripka. I'm. uh, I guess I'm the creator of the band and the musical director. um, And I play guitar, and lap steel.
3: I'm Quince Markham, and I'm the singer. Okay. Um. My name is Adam Good, and I also play the guitar in Greek Judas. Uh, and Wade takes a more lead sort of lead bazooki idea, and we always need some kind of rhythmic accompaniment. So that's kind of more my role on the guitar. Cool, cool. So when you saw us on videos, did you see us with masks? Yeah yeah i did so it's okay so now you now that we've introduced yeah. ourselves you kind of know who's who
1: yeah i mean and i think quince like is he wearing like a, a like a priest outfit or it, it, is that just me making that up
4: yeah i i bought it on the internet but
1: okay. yes <laughs> okay that's cool all
3: right <laughs> that's cool
4: yeah got Would nothing we... from nick yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be the connection again, Nick. Uh, I play the bass. (laughs) And uh, I wear a horse mask. And it's all natural and good.
1: (laughs) Why did you guys decide to do the the masks? Am I like missing something from like, is that like, did did you guys come up with that? Or is that some symbolism of some kind?
4: It was a very organic process. The the idea was floated that maybe everybody should wear um, uh, masks out of Aristophanes, sort of okay. tragic masks. And before we could um, get that together, the rhythm section showed up as a horse and donkey. And then you know, when the grant comes through, that might evolve. But I think we're <laughs> locked in for that right now.
1: All right, that's cool. So, how do you guys? Are any of you guys Greek? Nope. Just overall, question. No, Name is Nick. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Nick. So, how'd you guys come up with this idea? How'd you guys even hear of Greek Revetico?
2: Well, some of us have been doing it for a, quite a while, but um, uh, 10 years ago, I was in Greece and, and heard this music and um, kind of fell in love with it, especially the rhythm guitar. I just was fascinated with the rhythm guitar, and I heard a a group playing. And I went to the Museum of Musical Instruments, or whatever that place is called in in, in Athens, and bought a whole bunch of Rebetica CDs. And the guy said, if you're a guitar player, take these. Mm -hmm. In Paris at the time, and I went back to Paris, and we were completely broke. And all I did was figure this stuff out. I I've, I ultimately came back to New York and happened upon Quince who who was playing some Turkish music in a bar and I said, "You know what I'm into? I'm really into Rebetica." And he said, "Oh, I study singing it."
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: and I said, "Well, we'll have to start a band."
1: Oh, that's really cool.
2: So we had an acoustic version of 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 this Uh, A a trio for for several years. And at one point I said some of this stuff would be so cool electrified. And I think it's been five years now that that since since we started
3: More Could be Because it predates me jumping in. I think it's like you're going on six or seven years.
4: The, the last year doesn't count, if you're keeping
1: score. you it is. Yeah. Well, um, Quince, you do a really good job with the, um, the singing. Um, well, I had some of my family listen, and they were like, oh, my God, I know this song, and I know this song. So it was, it's really, I don't know. Uh, to sing is you have to have, like, a specific sound to your voice. So I think you do a really good job.
4: That's great to hear. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, how did you Wade, how, Wade and Quince? I guess how did you guys get the other guys to join?
4: Um, we know we know them as we, we we also play other other kinds of music and, and there are people that we, we know. I, I, the the place where I met Wade is a bar called Barbes, which has music every night or used to have music every night, mm-hmm. and um, and so I would everybody in the band would play there in different bands from time to time. So it was a circle of of folks. Um, Also, Adam has a a lot of experience playing uh, the music from that part of the world. Uh, He's an amazing oud player as well. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Among other things. And um, just to
3: mention. So yeah, that's my Uti on the floor there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. it.
1: Yeah. There's so many like um of those kind of instruments in greece um well i guess it's like also turkish too um Mm
4: -hmm. sure
1: yeah um you know the buzuki and and but then also like in other regions of greece there's other other instruments too um where in athens uh, i just wanted to ask wade where in athens were you when you heard this music do you remember i know it's a long time ago
2: was on the island of Asti and we went out and I heard this I heard a, a, a trio or maybe a quartet and I do you know where that is it's almost a turkey it's a 10-hour ferry ride it's a really oh. tiny
1: oh, that makes sense yeah
2: and that's where I heard it and yeah. when I back to Athens is when I just
1: and um what like what um artist did the guy at the store give you well, he, he gave me uh, Dimitri
2: Mistradakis. Do you know who?
1: Yeah, like he does Rabatica, but on guitar.
2: He just, he plays the stuff on the guitar as opposed to the bouz- bouzouki, yeah, bouzouki or yeah. anything else. But actually, you know, the, the original, you know, 20s and 30s recordings are mostly with guitar. It wasn't until much, well, somewhat later that the bouzouki was, was introduced.
3: Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I was amazed. I, I always thought of Rebetica as very bazooki oriented and especially from the movie Rebetica, it's all about the, the bouzouki and the bagama. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, within the past few years, I've been amazed. A friend of mine in California gave me a whole, like, like drop of uh, guitar stuff that's really, really old. Yeah. And it's it it blew my mind that it was a thing. Some guys managed to play like melody and kind of accompaniment at the same time and sing so it's just just them mm-hmm. that's a whole style i was so unaware of and it's it's a nice sounding guitar they use like a it's kind of like a parlor guitar is what we call them in acoustic guitar worlds and they have a different sound than the american ones it's really interesting to check this stuff out
1: uh, actually, like, a lot of young Greek people don't really listen to, like, old-style rebetica. it's, it's...
4: The more than the, the 50s, they they like the Sizzani stuff and the, 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 yeah, the second wave.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, because we, there's this guy, George Daladas who, um, I guess, modernized the, a lot of the rebetika, but the old sound, the old voices are kind of lost. To mm. the younger generations,
4: I'm a I'm a my favorite version, my f- favorite flavor is the Zinneaica, the stuff the um, from Asia Minor. I, it's much yeah. more of my taste and the
3: uh, yeah. Yeah, that was my inroad into it as well. The
4: Cafe Amanes. and yeah,
3: uh, Rosa the, Eskenazi and Monica yeah. Papakika.
4: Well, yeah.
3: yeah,
4: and uh, yeah, the 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 guys from like Dalgas is my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I like Rosa Eskenazi. Um, I think you guys have, well, I recognized one song of hers on your CD. Um, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Sorry,
3: mm-hmm. what? Cocaine. Yeah. great right? That's mm-hmm. a, uh, associated also, with her. Right.
1: Co- Cocaine
2: is, is really the the song when i heard i said okay we're going to do this as as a, a rock tune Oh really. magnificent. That's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I know um Haris Alexiou is another like modern singer who sings that song too but i think like i mean she does an amazing job but when if you when you hear the original you're like oh my god this i can't believe that somebody yeah. at that time sang like that.
4: Yeah, it's so good. That's so good.
2: The tune is, is incredible too.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's a very complicated song. Like the yeah. parts and the melody. It's not, you know, some of these songs are, are have simpler melodies than others, especially the stuff like, um, that's more, especially the bazooki music will, will often be, a, you know, closer to like a folk song in some ways. Mm-hmm. But, but like that song and the, the great composers from the, the 20s and the 30s very intricate songs
1: yeah yeah um how do you guys like pick what songs you guys want to like play and and do and and turn into like rock
4: i i think wade has a really good ear for um for how something might translate like, I'll, I'll hear a song, and I'll really want to sing it, and I'll give it to Wade, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's great, but not, that, that's not going to work. Um, and whenever a new, he brings a new song in, it's never, um, especially like maybe initially, maybe things were a little more straightforward or just playing the thing, but louder. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But he does, a, I think, a good job of, of finding an, uh, um, a thing that's more in like a rock idiom yet has the, that's, he's taking something from the original and shifting it, or trans, really translating it to a different language um, yeah. in an, so it, I kind of leave it up to him. I, I trust him on that.
2: Yeah, and basically I scour the internet mm. and, you know, listen to hundreds of songs and maybe we'll find one or two. It's, it's not an easy process. Because your typical, you know, what you think of your typical Rebetica song, it it it's just not going to work. Yeah, and it needs it it needs some interesting chord changes that that can be translated into the rock idiom.
1: I see. Yeah, know,
2: or or pulled pulled that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and you like, are you able to find like translations of what the words mean? Or have you like, are you starting to like understand Greek a bit? How does that work?
4: Um, sadly, the only Greek I know is mostly slang at this point. Um, <laughs> um, I, I have a really good, I've had a really good teacher, a woman who was who also not Greek, a woman named Carol Freeman. Used to perform more than she does now. Was has performed this stuff a lot and teaches um, many different kinds of music. But uh, this is one of the things that she teaches. Mm, That's really cool.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be playing this music without her. Actually, yeah, same thing. It was years ago at a workshop, and she heard me playing jazz guitar actually, and she said, "Hey, if you ever pick up an oud." You can, you know, learn a little bit and you can play with me. Playing Smirneika stuff, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And so I took her up on the offer. And then that was like, that was it from there. It all went downhill. (laughs) So she's a great teacher and a great, uh, just getting people like latched on to the taste of, of, you know, music from Bulgaria or uh, Greece or Macedonia, all, all kinds of stuff she's she's a good researcher and teacher yeah
1: that's awesome it's
3: true
1: that's cool um i want to tell you guys how i stumbled upon your your band because i mean yes i listen to greek music and i listen to rabatica but um i actually for this podcast i was looking for like um songs that i could use like in in the podcast, like Mm. intros, outros. And I don't know, I honestly don't know how. I was just like searching the internet and um, like Greek Judas appeared. I'm like, what is this? And then I started listening. I'm like, oh my God, this is like really, really cool. I'm like, who are these people? You know, so I just like YouTube, Google, everything. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, I don't wanna like, I like for my intro, I found something else. And I was like, I really wanna like, find out who these guys are because I'm like, this is, this is like really, really cool. Have you guys like, do you guys know any like Greek Americans or Greek people um, that have heard your music?
4: Some, yeah. And also some uh, Greek American musicians that have helped out. Like, uh, yeah, my friend, um, uh, George Simpepos who lives in, in Greenpoint, and plays lots of different kinds of music, but also Greek music. is, is fluent in uh, both the language and the and the idiom. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
4: has been has been nice to us. Um, it's always, of course, it makes me very nervous to perform um, for Greek people, especially because it seems like everyone knows the songs. Like I'll be singing, and I'll see people saying the words along. I can see their their lips moving. They know the words. And uh, um, that's a pretty common experience. Uh, It's, which, yeah, I feel like we don't have that, you know, we have pop songs, but not songs from 100 years ago that everyone knows. That's not, that's a a pretty special thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it actually is 100 years. It's kind of crazy. Um, Yeah, it's the 20s
4: surprise
1: yeah yeah what kind of influences like american influences do you guys have that are incorporated into this sound
2: that's a good question (laughs) um maybe that's american (laughs) i don't know we all we we come from 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 Various backgrounds um, and certainly you know my 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 understanding of of rock music american rock music um, has has you know in, influenced what I do in you know what how this band sounds um, and and seriously i in the beginning, I told the guys i said first Firstly, we're a rock band. Secondly, we're a Greek band. Yeah. But, I mean, f- as f- for specific um, players and whatever, you know, I mean, I'm sure Adam and, and I uh, um, did the whole litany of uh, American guitar players from Hendrix to... Uh,
4: to George Benson.
2: did George... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he's British.
4: Well, George Benson. <laughs> um, something to just—I wanted to add to that. I think that that's true, but the reason why you would have to say a thing like it's a rock band first is because everybody in this band has experience playing music from around the world. And so like uh, it, uh, if you if it were people that had never heard the music before you would have to say okay we're going to try to make this like something not your usual rock band but but the reason that he would have to stress that is so that you don't get caught trying to sound like um uh you know a uh, a Greek band or our idea of what a
3: Greek band would sound like of
1: course yeah yeah because well, I think everybody... you guys do a good job honestly thank you
3: for me, it's interesting, I definitely as a kid, listened to rock guitar players like Hendrix and uh, Led Zeppelin and then was aware of stuff on the radio, ACDC, whatever. But I was I, I headed straight into jazz nerddom pretty early on, like in high school. and then that was my whole college thing. that was my path until I fell in love with the music from the Balkans and Greece and Turkey. And um, it's been, I I never really was a rock guitar player. Actually, the most challenging thing for me in this group is being a rock guitar player (laughs) and finding the sound, actually. The sound, it's really elusive to me. I never, nobody ever showed me, here, plug into this big ass amp and crank it up and, and just feel that sound. I never did that. So this is really new. For me, of all the the stuff that I heard—that's my reference and that's my my background. But I get to play it with the music that I understand more than anything else is music from from that big uh, neighborhood. And um, but yeah, like getting distorted sounds—that's that's been really interesting and really challenging for me. And luckily, I get to listen to Wade do it and be like how do I how do I get that tone I know how to get a tone out of a out of an uti or a, or a, or a That's that I can understand Now getting something out of a, a huge amplifier is really new
1: so you guys play in like different venues around New York City couple they're are, <laughs> of course they're all
2: gone now where they're you know yeah when, when. um
3: The last venue we did was the you know stay at home record our parts and then make the video right of uh um, sacramento sacramento yeah
2: you've got another one to to do and
3: and (laughs) i got my homework cut out for me zoom is
4: over (laughs) get back to work
3: well, yeah, there's going to be lockdown again, so so I'll be forced to. But I just moved. I'm just going to make excuses. I just moved, and I, and I need to set up my studio, and all that jazz has to happen. But we can yeah, see it's
2: all set up now. Too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but that's that's how I see our our last venue was was virtual, and it was cool. It was great to work under that kind of circumstance. I think. Yeah, that was I thought, fun
4: is that video maria the sacramento video
3: Sorry. what no oh, oh man what's out there we
4: <laughs> oh
3: we made it maybe you should watch it before <laughs> <laughs> you're in for a treat all
1: right cool. i'm gonna have to is it is it like up online
3: yep yeah cool. it's on youtube channel.
1: all right i'll i'll have to check it out um that's kind of cool and so all, you guys filmed it all recorded
3: completely recorded completely remote from one another in our in our isolation tanks in our homes and cool. I'm yeah I, of it. i'm pretty happy
2: i think the audio came out really really well yeah uh mm-hmm. and uh i'm yeah. chris is not here our drummer um, donkey <laughs> he, he's responsible for mixing it and making the video and and I'm, you know, super impressed
3: with
2: it, mm-hmm. you
1: know. Cool. Okay. I'm going to have to check it out. Honestly, oh, yeah. that's, that's really good that you guys did something like that, um, especially because of the lockdown and all that. And as you said, like, we don't, I'm sure there's going to be another lockdown. So I guess it's it's harder now for musicians to, like, get out there and promote their music and play live venues. And I don't know when that's going to come back. Yeah. Um, unfortunately.
3: And then, you know, one of the places that we did really enjoy playing, Hank's Saloon, um, was that the name of it? Yep. Hank's closed anyway a long time ago because uh, Brooklyn gets really... um, Expensive? Expensive. (laughs) So this joint was really perfect for us, and it was a rock club, and uh, we miss it. So, um, you know, in an ever-changing city, we'll see places come and go. So we have played in several places around town, and usually there's a few or a couple or a handful of um, Greek-Americans in the audience, and they're just, like, really surprised.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because I, yeah, when I heard you guys, I mean it wasn't live but when i heard you guys i was like oh my god i should all like i showed everybody like i was like we'll
4: come play new jersey as soon as we can
1: well i honestly before this like thing i was like oh like you know i wish that i could come see you guys live and i thought like this was like back in like i don't know when i i guess april when i when i discovered you guys and that was when there was like hope that, you know, we were gonna be locked down for like two weeks, or I don't know something. Yeah,
3: June was just gonna be bursting with
1: gigs. Yeah. <laughs> 30s. Yeah. Do you guys have any other songs that you think that you are gonna um, make another album with, or any ones you guys are thinking of, about doing?
2: We're we're slowly doing, you know, p- putting out um, during this. Th- some of the new tunes that, that we, we haven't recorded. So hopefully at the end of all of that, it'll be album length, but, um, it's, it's slow going.
3: Snail's (laughs) pace.
2: One, one interesting story is after I met Quince and, you know, said, let's start this band. He introduced me to the lyrics of these which I had no idea were about, you know, like why I smoke cocaine. I'm a junkie and, th- you know, like <laughs> yeah. jail. And, and it was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was an aspect I had no clue about. And it was like,
1: oh, wow. I know that your the titles are in English and it's so funny because like in Greek I'm just like like it's not a it's not it doesn't sound so harsh you know but in when I saw the translations for the titles I'm like yeah I guess it does mean I'm a junkie like this is like like great I'm like we're all singing this like it's totally normal like I smoke cocaine like all these things and it's just like Oh, okay. Like, yeah. It's just like in English, it it seems a lot harsher. I mean, the yeah, it's it's
4: not very harsh in the lyrics either. It's like she is, yeah. She says I'm a junkie, but she's like, it's a, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's how they how they sing it. Yeah. Uh, um, oh yeah, I
4: just I do this. I get high. Yeah, yeah. It makes me happy.
1: Yeah. Um there's a song, um it's called I don't know if you guys know this, this maybe. It's called Thamu which is um I don't know, God Almighty or God yeah, almighty or something like that. And it's basically about this guy who just wants to um smoke um I guess hashish, I don't know, from a from a hookah and um he just wants to get high. Um, and he's asking God to like br- like pour down the hashish from the sky and he'll fall on his hookah so he can smoke it and get high. Um, it's really, it, it, they play it usually, it's played um, at the end of like a, a Greek concert or something, a Rebethiko concert, it's like the last song um, before they close the night and i like loved it and then because some of the lyrics i don't know because they're like old style it's really hard for me to understand everything they're talking about Mm -hmm. so i was like singing it and my mom's like maria do you know what you're singing (laughs) like i'm like no but it sounds like amazing um and then she told me i'm like oh okay
3: (laughs) so there's our next song yeah
2: we're gonna have to look that one up
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's actually one of my favorite songs. I don't, I don't know if it can be easily put as a, into like a rock um, song, but yeah, but definitely look it up. It's, it's really cool. You can
4: send send us a clip, send us, or send us the name of it. No. Yeah,
1: I will. I will. Um, all right. I don't want to keep you guys much longer. I think, I think this will be really great. Um, I'm, hoping to put this out i don't know third or fourth episode so i'm i just want um you know greek americans to know that you guys exist because i think it's really cool um just so people listening can can um know where to find you guys i mean i know we have like COVID and that stuff but in general like youtube pages or um spotify or instagram are you guys I just want to ask if you guys are on on those and where people can find your music.
2: Well, we have a website with pretty much everything we, you know, like links to pretty much everything we, we've done, um, which is just com. And um, we have a YouTube channel with probably four videos up chris has informed me that we do have an instagram page okay cool (laughs) didn't know
1: cool for for all the millennials that will hopefully (laughs) listen to this and and and
2: yeah and we have a facebook page too okay cool cool
1: um okay last last question sorry i forgot to even say this in the beginning where where'd you guys get the inspiration for greek judas how'd that name come Mm -hmm. about
2: well, Quince can answer that.
4: <laughs> it, yeah. It's the, the owner of Barbez Olivier, which is where we first, the first uh, gig we have. A lot of our early gigs were there. We we're kind of too loud for that joint, I think, or it became too loud. But um, that's where that's also where I worked and where me and Wade met, where I worked there for 10 years. And um, when we switched from playing the acoustic sets to electric, it's, this is very obscure and silly. He, um, he referenced when Pete Seeger was screaming at Bob Dylan at the Newport Folk Festival for playing electric instruments and calling him a Judas to folk movement. So he said we should be called Greek Judas.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's actually cool. That's
4: that's
1: where the name comes from.
4: So credits to Olivier
3: for that. Mm -hmm.
2: And we have to credit Olivier, you know, for creating. He 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 has a, a world music venue um, in in Brooklyn and has had it. It's it's 18 years old this year, and we've all all of us play in various groups, um, different groups there regularly, and literally for the t- first two years of. Greek Judas' existence we had a gig at least monthly mm-hmm. and, and you know I, I, and I, I continually thank him for because the venue is really what created this band I wouldn't know these musicians without without playing so often at Barbés being you know like you know being there all the time And, and each one of us comes from a, a, you know, a different background. And and yet we all met there and, um, and created this band.
4: And that's true of lots of musicians and lots of other bands. Yeah. So that's, it's a very special, it's a very
1: special place. Yeah. Yeah. It's really awesome. That's awesome how this all came together and that's really cool. Yeah, and and this venue is in, in Brooklyn?
4: It's in Park Slope. It's called Barbes, Um And it's, yeah, it's on 9th Street and 6th Avenue corner. Oh, cool. It's mm-hmm. still open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, is it? Music. Uh, they're actually, they're having shows in the back that they're um, putting online. They're filming them. Mm-hmm.
3: Broadcast live
4: broadcast live from the back, from the mu- the music room with no audience. And, and
2: and, yeah. and, and, Adam, you've, you've done one of those with Dol and I.
3: That's right. Yeah. How um, was it? It was, um, well, <laughs> we're playing to an empty audience and <laughs> to an empty room. And it's really weird to play, 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 play. And you finish and there's nobody there and you and you kind of know that there's people out there on the other side but but there's not an awareness of it so it's um it feels very detached and uh awkward (laughs) to finish a song
2: (laughs) (laughs) but but also tell them what doll and i is
3: oh um well and also we had like 40 people watching including our parents so that you know that's like a pretty decent sized audience just uh, just watching and then they, there's like a virtual tip jar so oh, it was cool. great well,
4: that's
3: and awesome. um, that group is a trio that I've been in for oof, um, maybe close to 10 years now and we play Turkish music Turkish language music everything from like a classical Turkish stuff to folk urban folk kind of thing and uh, violin oud, and vocals who also plays percussion
1: I don't know that much about um, Turkish music actually
3: Um, it would sound very familiar
1: yeah I was gonna say is it there's a lot of similarities oh yeah Yeah.
3: especially to like Smirneika Rosa kinds of things where you hear the oud and violin or or lira or something so very 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 similar.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's because they all come from Asia Minor, Anatolia, yeah, yeah. over there, so.
3: Exactly. There's no way around it. It's just that's, that's the music from that sound. Yeah. That's and, the sound from that region.
1: And how about, like, Bulgarian music? Does that also sound very similar?
3: Everything's uh, got some of the same kind of scales and tonalities and stuff. But um, for sure, you know, as you migrate, towards Bulgaria, the instruments change. You don't find oud there. Um, you find the the traditional instruments from that country, which is, you know, what's bordering Bulgaria is northern Greece and then the, the uh, former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia. So right there where things connect, that's that's where the music sounds very similar so northern greek stuff like where quince was talking about before has a very close relation to bulgarian and and but there's you know thracian greek thracian music is on gaida and um kaval i think they use or or flute version sounds very much like very indistinguishable from from thracian bulgarian stuff when you go north in, in Bulgaria, it starts to sound more Romanian because that's that's the the border there. When you go in Bulgaria, the more East you go. At Turkey it starts to sound more Turkish, more uh more like that.
1: Very interesting. It's a lifelong study
3: to, yeah. to get to everything.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, do you guys want to add anything else? Maybe I forgot something that you guys want to say.
3: Well,
2: we want to thank you for doing this. Oh yeah, absolutely. No,
1: thank you, guys.
2: Out on the interwebs. Um, what I will do is send you uh, an email with a bunch of links. You know, uh, to to our
1: stuff and and perhaps okay. some...
3: especially the lockdown video.
1: <laughs> yeah, please do. I'll um I'll include the links to the episode. So, cool. Great. And obviously I'll watch and let, and let you know what I think of the new video. Great. Cool. Cool. All right, Thanks. thank you guys, seriously. And um, stay safe.
2: Thank you, Maria.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. All right, I'll um, I'll talk to you guys soon. And hopefully, I don't know when, maybe in a year, I will hopefully see you guys live somewhere.
3: Good to see you both. Take care, y'all. Yeah. Ladies. Kalinita.
0: Kalinita. <laughs> Hi Adi.
5: Hey Maria. So what did you think of the episode? I thought it was really awesome. Uh, I really liked to hear about uh, their story and how they came together and I think it's really cool that like a, a group of guys like that from just a lot of different backgrounds, none of which were Greek, uh, came together to create something that is Greek but also has an American rock like type flair to it. I thought it was pretty cool to even listen to their their record
0: yeah yeah they're really talented and you know obviously we both like Rabatica and rock music so this was definitely right up our alley I'm yeah so glad that I randomly discovered them like so so random
5: yeah I think it's really cool honestly just in general when like artists and musicians uh revive Rabatica Uh, because it's such a a genre with a with such an intricate sound. Um, And, you know, the possibilities when you perform are are very vast, as we have seen, like from from Greek Judas. Yeah. What was
0: your um, favorite song off the album?
5: Yeah, I guess my favorite song would probably be uh, I'm a junkie. And so the thing is that one is a mashup of a of a, that song. I'm not even like too familiar with that song. Like I don't even remember what it's called in greek, but i I thought it was really cool that they chose to mash that up with a Beatles song within you Without you. And I, I thought the I thought the way that they did it was incredible and it blended together so well. And at first, I didn't even realize that it was a, a mashup until like it just it kept going and I and I was like, "Oh wait, this is this. I know this song. This is a Beatles song, uh, but it's right there in the title. I should have realized that. But I, I really liked that one. I thought that was a great, uh, great effort that they had.
0: Yeah, I should have asked them um, why they decided to do that, but um, I didn't. I didn't think of it at the time. Yeah, but my favorite song is." Um, uh, Cocaini by uh, Rosa Eskenazi. I thought that was they did a great job, and I really liked it. Um. Yeah, and I I also love the story of how they um got their name. Um, you know when Bob Dylan um switched uh from his acoustic guitar, like folk music, to an electric guitar, and they called him Judas. And um, I just like the parallel that, you know, they they're putting an electric guitar into Rabatica. So Greek Judas. Um, I thought that was really clever.
5: Yeah, no, that that was really cool. Uh, definitely cool to hear about uh, how they came came up with that. And uh, how I, I really liked and I appreciated like how organic it was in um, the, the story. So yeah, that was really awesome.
0: I recorded this like a year or two ago, like when COVID was at its peak, even though we're putting it out now, I really think that we should definitely go catch them live in in Brooklyn one of these days.
5: Yeah, definitely. I think that's something that we have to put on the list for sure. Next time I'm in town. Yeah.
0: Okay, Addy. thank you so much. And um, I'll catch you on the next one.
5: All right, Maria. Sounds great. Thanks.